So over there, you could get different types of meats. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop doing <laughs> this? <laughs> You're listening to the Coffee Talks podcast, where we discuss the coffee, its culture, and the people who enjoy it. Alright guys, so welcome to the Cafe Talks podcast where we talk about coffee, lifestyle, and uh, people that enjoy it, of course. My name is Jason. I'm Phil. And I'm Domenico. Unfortunately, once again, Noel cannot be with us today. He's only halfway through his arc. <laughs> but maybe when he's finished, he can come join us, of course. Uh, of course, most of you might be new on this podcast. If you are new, uh, well, basically, we're just going to talk about the coffee shops in the area of Montreal, because we are from Montrealers, you know, give you the experience of what it's like to go to this place, maybe what's around it, what you can go to besides obviously the coffee, the experience that comes with it, maybe the culture as well. At um, least we try. If we, we try. When we don't get sidetracked. Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes we get sidetracked. Failure is a bound. And as well, before we start, I just want to let you guys know that if you have any questions for us on the previous podcast, maybe you don't understand something, maybe you want to know more detail, if you were to find the coffee shop we discussed, you can always email us. Um, all the contact information will be in the description below. Or you can check out our Instagram page, send us a DM. We'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. All right, so let's start episode three. And we decided to talk about our weed experience. Weird, sorry, not weed. That's another subject. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our weird experiences <laughs> with coffee. So really, maybe either expensive or like really... Intense it, could, it could be cool experiences yeah, too, cool. actually. Yeah. Like a ma- flawless, maybe. Alright, so the reason why we decided to bring up this subject is because I did mention uh, on one of my trips I went to like a really interesting uh, coffee shop. If I quite well, remember, actually, it was... it's not a coffee shop, it was a restaurant. Oh, it was a restaurant. It was okay. a restaurant. Um, so this was, what, two years ago. Um, I came back from Europe and a week later I just went straight to New Orleans. <laughs> Traveled way too much that year. Um, so, anyway, so I went to New Orleans with a co- uh, co-worker of mine that used to work at Starbucks with me at the time. And uh, she's a big foodie, so like she reserved a, um, a spot for us at a restaurant in New Orleans. Now, I don't know if you guys know, New Orleans is also, um, used to be a French colony yep. back in the day, right? So French influence, uh, Creole influ- like influence, and also mm-hmm. Spanish influence. Fantastic place to be at. Uh, guys could find yourself an excuse to go there find find one seriously it's definitely worth it um find one guys please find so anyways so um make sure you find one guys because any excuse to go is the perfect excuse oh new orleans is fantastic it's a party city people drinking all day and like by all day i mean 7 a.m you see people already getting on their first beer uh, <laughs> that we're advocating drinking. No, no, don't yeah, do that. <laughs> drink moderately. Always drink moderately. You can fuck up once in a while. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, on a serious note, so she she reserved this like place in uh, in New Orleans. It's called uh, Arnaud. Um, it, it's a pretty fancy spot. I had to actually like bring a suit with me to go to this place because wealthy people go there. Okay, like Rolls right. Royce is pulling up. Uh, Mercedes Benz, you're you're basically, you're basically impoverished. If Any you come excuse in and, to suit up is a good one. Exactly. Excuse, yeah. So the the thing with I this, I love that. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> He's wearing a suit as we speak. As we're doing this podcast, I'm currently wearing a suit. Why are you wearing a suit? Well, I do work today, so it's not just because I wanted to; it's because I have to. But on the occasion he, he, that I want to, he wants I to. He wants to. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. I like to wear suits too oh, for yeah. no apparent reason because I feel like 
I just don't have enough suits. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're, we're already like... Already going off topic. Yeah, hey, that's a classic uh, right. cafe talk so uh, about about your coffee. Yes. What you told me, it was, it was literally lit. Yeah. So, before I get to the story of that, um, this restaurant, if I were to describe it, again, very wealthy. Uh, because it's New Orleans, cuisine is very interesting. So over there, you could get different types of meats. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop? Doing this? <laughs> did I do that? Who? You did. You did it. I did it. Okay. Oh my god. So anyway, so this restaurant uh, served up like pretty uh, local cuisine. I think that's one of the thing with New Orleans. It's, it's the culture of food uh, is really good. Phenomenal. What I'm gonna use that word again. What kind of cuisine in particular do you know? Or is it probably French. So one thing, yeah. So Creole. <laughs> uh, Creole is a mix of both Spanish and French influence, and also Haitian uh, foods. Um. Cool. And so there, I, um, I'm sorry, vegans, I'm sorry, vegetarians are going to hate me for this. I had turtle soup. That's interesting. Which, the image of a cute little turtle basically turning into, like, Th- bits of meat in your it soup. Good? It It tasted really good. Um, I'm a foodie, so, like, whatever whatever I can get. To try. It's just a to try. try. I'm going to try it. I don't care. And over there, I had uh, also alligator meat, which you it's, have to have. I did? Never again. Never again? What? I was so sick after. What? So sick. Where did you get this? It was in Cuba. I'm not going to say. It was local. It was local alligator. But I think that's the problem. It was... It was Probably the food preparation was terrible. It was not good, but like... I liked it. I I, kind of liked it. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Um, Yeah, no. uh, well, I'm sad that you had a bad experience, but I had phenomenal. I'll try again. Yeah, I'm using phenomenal. I know it's not using that word. That's a great, it's a great uh, word. It's, 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 it's a, a phenomenal word. It's a phenomenal <laughs> word. Phenomenal's phenomenal. As that coffee. Um, so anyway, so the, you know, I had the, I, I believe it was a sandwich actually, in a fancy restaurant, with alligator meat, and it was absolutely delicious. I, if I were to describe it, it tastes like chicken. Has the color of salmon. It tastes like chicken, but like chewy. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good if it, if it's prepared well, you know, like unlike Phil over here. Can, can I can I say a little story about that? When what? I went, uh, me and my dad, fed, we were feeling ourselves because uh, we give we gave sorry alligator meat to a random dog passing by because he was it was a stray dog okay. and he really looked like hungry. He's so like whatever alligator meat. meat and we were like having so much like stories in our mind of like he's gonna now look at the alligator and say hey i want to taste your hands it's so weird like we're destroying the food chain it's i think amazing. i think i think we should probably have a whole podcast on alligators i think we're gonna have one eventually. that's a terrible idea let's that's have a, that's a pretty, so yeah. but like in short you, i mean let's you, have coffee yeah you know so fine. in short you have like already super weird meat like yeah. really it's exotic it, but that's the thing but to New Orleans yeah so it's like it was already it, exotic food so I can yeah. I just can't imagine how exotic the coffee had to be right and actually the coffee scene is also really interesting there too because uh, in New Orleans they have this thing where it's uh, chicory coffee mm-hmm. right I don't you guys ever tried chicory you probably I was, I was like, what is chicory coffee Maybe so I've had it. it's it's coffee infused <coughs> with like the root of a plant. I f- I, I okay. can't actually my yeah, knowledge on that is very basic. I've never if that's the case I've never had. But you would probably like it because it's very bitter. Very it's like bitter? Italian espresso okay. level bitterness. Okay. Not gonna complain there. Um. Anyway, so going back to the restaurant, I remember we ate 
probably $150 worth of food at that at that point. Ridiculous yeah. amount of money. Um, and we saw the dessert menu. And I saw this like, no, sorry, this uh, brandy infused coffee. Okay. What the hell is this? So the guy's like, oh yeah, it's explained it to me. And uh, the way he explained it is that it's- Wait, before, how much was it? $9 US. It's pretty expensive. For pretty expensive. That's for but yeah. considering that there's brandy in there, even pretty even, decent price. Even then. Even then. Is it like yeah, yeah, whatever. It could even be. Even it's yeah. like what, you know, 11, if it wasn't, 12 Canadian? If it wasn't thing? for that, I wouldn't be talking about this in the, our <laughs> podcast. Um, so what was really interesting about this was that the guy came in with like a tray table. Like, you know, okay. it's like you can like wheel yeah, yeah, at around. the table serving. Yeah, exactly. He brought it in. Not like very. He was like, I, I think he changed what Just he was wearing in order to make this because okay. it involved fire. <laughs> okay. I, as you said before, it was it was pretty lit. Uh, <laughs> How so lit the, was it, Dom? <laughs> How lit? <laughs> well, alcohol and fire mix pretty well on that end. Yeah. Like, on that end. Usually. Um, <laughs> usually, <laughs> people melting their face off. Um, so the guy basically what he did he took brandy and he had an orange stuck on a pole stuck it right in the middle of a bucket and I was like what the hell is this going on here so the guy puts brandy all over it it ends up like flowing over the orange and like into the bucket and then the guy just takes like a match and just like ignites it actually no not a match one of those like uh, torches torches yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what that's very dramatic I like he torched it <laughs> so the orange was lit it actually, it's actually better, sometimes it's better if you actually torch it because the type of gas you put in the torch compared to a lighter is different. Yep. Oh, is it? For example, yes. when you smoke a cigar, right, it's always better to use wooden matches, like pure wooden matches, or a torch, because I think it's a different type of gas, and it actually changes the, comp- the, the whole taste. So same huh. thing I presume with food, you want to use a torch rather than yeah, a, of ga- course. A, a gasoline lighter. Well, now that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so the guy lit the orange on fire because of the brandy, and the skin of the orange somehow kept its color. Okay. But you know when you set sugar on fire, it caramelizes a bit, that's mm-hmm. what happened. And so Makes he sense. did this and the brandy too at the bottom of the bucket started catching on fire because it started dripping fire yeah. droplets. Yeah. It was insane. And then he also, at the same time, on his side, he was brewing filtered coffee. And then I think this took about like two minutes he was just doing this and he was just like enveloping it with the like yeah like a spout and he was like just like basically like like a huge spoon sorry and it was like pouring it on the orange and it just kept caramelizing and then he started cutting the peel as it's on fire that's so i don't know how he did this and then he took the coffee put it in a mug put a little bit of brandy and then took the orange peel zest and put it right at the top of the brandy and the coffee and then my cup was on fire um <laughs> literally <laughs> literally on, it was literally lit and at the same time the cup itself had like sugar coating like right around the edge god damn so for nine dollars you could judge it's, fine. it's, an, you experience. Want. it's an experience it's an experience i get it it was well, a theater well, it was a theater of coffee but with all of this was it good yeah Going back to my grandfather's <laughs> days where he used to put Sambuca in his espresso, kind of same thing except it was sweet. The orange zest actually was infused with uh, brandy 
and the brandy itself was infused with the coffee. Yeah, imagine like you're like, like, like this is amazing, looks amazing. Yeah. It's something I like, would get nope, once in a lifetime. <laughs> no, it's no it, it didn't taste bad. It was alcohol and coffee, so what you expect from but with an orange like zesty twist to it. Um, well, I mean, in comparison to this was two years ago, like I, I could only remember so much, but all yeah. I can remember is that it was somewhat sweet coffee that was like that had a nice kick to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say, I guess, in comparison to your story, my yeah, hours are gonna mine's, be boring. Mine's garbage. I mean, it's it's I wouldn't even say it's humorous, it's just like it was a little joke we did because I tend to go to my I, I often go to Miami and there's a place it's called specifically it's Lincoln Road okay. it's uh it's, it's pedestrian friendly so they close off the street purpose it's actually not even a street they just they built it in a manner that it's only for pedestrians so you walk around there's a lot of restaurants a lot of little cafes and stuff and there was one that st- specifically stuck out for me because my friend my friend actually he's uh francophone and it said Paris Crepe you know for, we're Montreal so we yeah. obviously speak French I think it's Paris Crepe well Paris Crepe was actually one in Montreal but yeah. like I think it was like Crepe de Paris or something yeah, like well, that well anyways you so, know and they advocate that they sell coffee you know coffee and like specific crepes so we walked in as a joke you know and we did nothing but speak French and unfortunately well, I mean it wasn't unfortunate it was the, what we were expecting but no one spoke French so then we were advocating we were like talking like how they can advocate that it's from straight from Paris you know, and not French. one person was there that was speaking French. I mean, whatever, it's Miami, obviously. It's yeah, land of it's funny. It's, it's, it's more Spanish and English, but like if you're gonna advocate something, at least have like one person working there. At least, you know, like when there's a lot of like Portuguese restaurants and a lot of uh, Spanish restaurants, obviously, you know, they speak the language, whatever. It, like, we were expecting it, so we weren't disappointed. It was just for a big little comic relief to see like their reaction, like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't, then we, oh crap, we, we can't, we can, don't understand them yeah, at all. We came out of nowhere, like, oh, we're just messing with you, we speak English kind of thing. Uh, and then unfortunately, when I actually got the coffee, I mean, coffee was good. The thing is, when he brought the coffee to me, I don't know if he, if, if he was nervous in a way, because he spoke French or something, but he came to us, kind of spilled the coffee in my lap, and then when he said, like, bon appétit, and we replied with merci, his reaction was, like, confusion. So he's like, and then I think because he had to come back after to, like, you know, bring a napkin because I like, the clean, I guess, like, the table, but I think he was just nervous, like, oh my god, like, you know, he says to me in French, not expecting a French reply. And Especially he, that like, you made a mistake, so maybe you thought you insulted them? No, exactly, yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor him. But then we told him, like, you it, it means... coffee on your lap. You know, you know for, they, don't, they didn't speak it, then he spilled coffee on my lap and the table. And then we said merci, which means thank you for those who don't, don't speak French. Uh, I guess he took it bad. <laughs> but we explained to him, like, we're just messing. And, I mean, it's not as... Enlightening and cool compared to your story. I mean, I would wish that I would have a coffee that lights up and that becomes lit. I, my only thing, I wouldn't because I don't like alcoholic coffees. That's my only thing. It's fine. It's again personal taste. Yeah, it's, like, it's not something I have every day either. No, for I sure, hope, for sure. Hope yeah. not. I think for me, my most memorable coffee was recently in Austria. No, oh, wow. Austria it, is so it's beautiful. Just, it it was the moment. It was more the moment and. I just didn't expect the coffee to be like that. Literally, I was in Innsbruck, which is like a small, small city, but mm-hmm. one of the well-known in Austria. And the like, the big street where all the shops are and all the other life is, is really tiny. And at both ends of the street, you have enormous mantles because you're literally in the middle of the Alps. Right. So first, the view is like, I'm taking a coffee. That's amazing. So was, I was feeling high just by the view I was like oh my god this it's is like so the, cool see the retirement dream like you yeah, wake that's up the thing. And you know the view is there oh yeah getting a coffee you know? in the mornings it, it felt amazing but 
what weirded me out was like, I asked, I think I asked, yeah, I asked him for a macchiato. And you know, the, there's the foam on top, it's usually a bit, uh, it's a bit like firm. Yeah. Well, if I actually was going to ask you, for those that don't know what it is, what is, do you know what a macchiato is, like how it, it's formed compared to a cappuccino or a latte? better get this right, huh? <laughs> God, you're talking with two etans. Yeah, right? whatever. <laughs> I, I, still learning a lot of the terms. Yeah. So, stilling a lot of the terms. But if I quite remember correctly, it's espresso with water with foam on top. What, did you say water? Yeah, I think it's Chop the water. Okay, it's just the it's, foam. It's just literally two shots of espresso. I think, short short I think oh, you should salt it down. down yeah, like, I felt the agitation and <laughs> the aggravation within his Guys, if you get, if you guys can like put an image in your head right now, I just want to jump across the table and it's triangle. F- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so basically an espresso macchiato is espresso shots. Usually two or one, depends on where you go. Um, like me the way two. I serve it at my cafe, it would be two short espresso shots with a little bit of foam on the top. My cat only time basically means like leaving like a mark. Yeah. Right. The thing is, that being said, consumers, yeah. if you guys go to Starbucks and get yourself a caramel macchiato and go to independent coffee shop, word of advice, don't because, um, although I'm grateful for Starbucks bringing like Italian terms to North America uh, to North yeah. American cultures. Yeah. Caramel macchiato, it, it's not a shot of espresso on top no. of like milk. And then that has vanilla in there and then like caramel on the top. That does not make any sense. It's confusing. That's the thing. For me, I, I do expect macchiato to have a bit more on top because I usually take only like a dark espresso, like right. everything like with nothing. No Which, milk. yeah, exactly. But it, it's nice. It's like, it's a hybrid in between. That's the thing. For me, that's why it's like my hybrid. I like it. But this one in particular, it's the first time I literally had to eat the foam before getting to the coffee really it was so firm thick it was, it was thick boy thick. it was a thick boy <laughs> and because oh, you know when they give out good you 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 know you buy a macchiato a cappuccino usually they give you a little spoon yeah they didn't give you a spoon they did but usually I don't need it. i'm like whatever it's fine. you just it's, drink it and it's the, the coffee pours in exactly so it's like i never use uh the actual little spoon it's up to that point. I never knew why they give me a spoon in the yeah. first place. Like I you never just mix it. it with your espresso. Yeah. Or if you put sugar, you know, you can like just dunk it and kind of thing without affecting. But that's the thing, the you know, like yeah. y- you have other utensils to mix it that you need to. So like I never un- understood the need for a spoon to come with it. That was the first time I said, "Oh, that's why," because it's a little, little a small espresso cup. I took a bite out of the foam. And the foam followed, like, in a perfect cylinder yeah. shape, whatever. The whole that's thing followed. That's so strange. I was like, what? So what is this? So they were using, this? like, condensed milk. Yeah, that's the thing. That. I was like, what is this? Is this? And it could almost take a bite. I was like, what? But mind what? you, Austria has a very interesting cafe culture, right? Because... I didn't try it, but I, I, I looked uh, it up. When I was in Vienna, um, they use different terms compared to the rest of Europe. Yep. So, like, they have a melange, right? Which to me is just a cappuccino, to be honest. <laughs> that's a thing. But, but who am I? Like, I mean, that's that's how they are culturally. You know, you have to be grateful for uh, Vienna because they're the ones who basically. Vienna was a gateway city to cafe culture in Europe. Uh, we're definitely going to do a podcast about like coffee history because I I actually just rewatched a documentary released like what nine years ago, and it's, it's called Black Coffee. And it's just literally. I'll look it up. I didn't see it. 
actually don't don't see it guys because it's going to compete versus our podcast and we would lose our existence because no. <laughs> it's really good it's really good they yeah, even get our Schultz in there um so um and also like for viewers like macchiatos if you guys are wondering why would you just have an espresso with just foam the thing in in italy it's customary uh cappuccinos are allowed before mm. 11 a.m yeah right so 11 a.m like it's like nine let's just say it's 9 a.m you're going to work and you want like a good coffee you get yourself a cappuccino you come back at 2 p.m and you get yourself a cappuccino the times will be offended and yep. they really just give you the dirty look i mean i'm not i'm not saying that they're not going to serve you but they're going to be like what the hell is wrong with you why are you having milk in the afternoon yeah, it's like a social norm it's like one of those yeah, things yeah, yeah it's just things. it's just one of those cultural it's perks. the same thing where anywhere you go to europe when right. you ask for an, an americano they're like they give you filtered coffee oh they they make a filtered coffee in europe there's some and, places when, when there's uh, tourists but when you ask for an americano um i had to i had to like Specify. Like correct yeah. myself and say, oh, sorry, I want an espresso. Yeah. Yeah. Because for them, Americano is like American. drip coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Americano. I'm going to I'm gonna do this all the time. This podcast, <laughs> huh? Go for it. Um, so the term Americano is a very interesting uh, topic because back in World War II, when the Americans were invading Sicily from Mussolini's uh, territorial hold, I guess. Um, when they came into Sicily, Americans were customary to filter coffee. Well, actually, like, <coughs> shit coffee. I'm going to use the word shit. Because shit, shit coffee, I mean, like, Maxwell like House. Like, bad coffee. Like, to a point where, like, <laughs> maybe 50 years prior, they used to actually buy green coffee and they used to, like, pan roast it at home and then grind it up. Awful. What Awful. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, like, how to make really bad coffee? You put it in a pan and then you roast them inside your oven or on the stove top. Yes, yeah. really that's bad. Really bad. So, like to them, like Maxwell House was really good, but they were still not customary to Italian espresso, yeah. which again, Italian espresso was invented probably a century before uh, World War Two. Uh, so they would go to Italy, and uh, they would ask for a coffee. And Italians were like, "Oh, caffè, okay." So they would serve you an espresso. Americans would be like, "What is this concentrated black thing? It looks kind of nasty and murky. Why would I drink this?" So they would drink it, and then it would be com- considerably more bitter than their Maxwell. Oh yeah, so they wouldn't like oh, it. Much so they would hate it. So like, tons were like, "Fine, we're gonna put water in there and call it the Americano because that's because in Italian, American is Americano." Yeah. Bam. There you go. So from that point on, the term coin was coined, and then brought over by Howard oh, Schultz. Yeah. Um, if you get it in Americano in Italy. I guess it still has a pretty bad stigma because, like, why would you want to put hot water with your coffee? Well, but no, I, if you go to, to Italy, right? I mean, one of the things about Italy is like it's like the coffee. It's the coffee capital. So if you're gonna go there, you're gonna get the coffee. So if you get like Canadian American coffee, which is drip coffee or Americano, it's like it look at you like you came all the way here for for that. Yeah, that's the thing. You know? It's like why don't I mean, you? You're not going to Italy for that, but like yeah, you know, one of the things of look at the Colosseum. All these things is you want to get a good coffee afterwards, and then you get like a filter, and it's like. Nah. Or That's if you ask for an Hawaiian, Hawaiian pizza, or any, yeah. <laughs> if you go, don't to- get me started on Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> I on my on my like on my Instagram page, I multiple times I ask people like Hawaiian pizza, yay or nay, and like I'm actually surprised how many people actually like pineapple pizza. 
it hurts my Italian identity. But there was a joke that like I think I don't know if it was started in Canada, but then someone put like the worst thing that like it was like a meme or something like the worst thing happened in Canada, yeah. and like it was just uh, Hawaiian pizza, and like the guy was smiling, and then someone put like no, there should be no smiles as a comment. I was just dying of laughter. Like it's true, there should be no pineapple. But some people do like Why pineapple. Why would you want to put fruit on pizza? And people are like, it's a sweet and saltiness. Get a dessert after that. <laughs> get a tiramisu or something. I don't get a chocolate. I think we just alienated 50% of the population right now on we our apologize. podcast. Because we still love I you feel guys. like Hawaiian pizza is like a, a religion at this point. Because like, <laughs> people oh, are so stuck yeah, up about it. I think it was last year that it really blew up. Or like earlier this year. Was it last year or this year? Like the whole, it was a big internet fight about it. Oh, it's still going on. If anything, it yeah, was actually I, a prankster in Napoli. Uh, sorry, Naples. Yes, yeah, I saw that. You saw that, right? Oh my he, he god! Would, like Italians would order their pizza, whatever. Like, and then he place. would deliver them, and then he would act, like purposely put pineapple yeah. on their pizza, and then like show it to them. Let's just say some almost like someone was chasing him down the alleyway trying to hit him yeah. because she found it was really insulting to Italian identity. It was just it's hilarious. Funny. I didn't like, at the end of the day, they were like, oh yeah, it's just a prank. I didn't like, Take she it. ended up like laughing it off, but like she could have like got arrested for oh, assault. That's why they like, like they basically blurred her face out because the cops could have easily like. Oh yeah, because she was like so Oh, she was hitting bad. them. She I mean, was hitting them, The man. cops can't do anything if she, if the guy is in person charge and it's fine. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like the cops are like, yeah. but if the guy says it's fine, you know, they can't Well, long story short, her, yeah, her still, face was like, blurred you know, nevertheless. It's, it's just like yeah. how emotional they got. Like he expected that. it. Yeah. He was expecting Don't mess that. with Italians um, or Italian culture. Um, just just in general. Just it's not a threat. <laughs> so when you go to... Oh, also another tip. If you go to like Italy and um, you order an espresso, you could just say cafe. Just a coffee. To them, an espresso is just coffee. For the love of God, do not put the X in espresso. Mm. I don't get that. My Italian parents say that. I don't, it, it, it baffles me because like you're Italian. Why do you say I, I don't get I'm not even gonna say because yeah. I feel like I'm gonna get my tongue like cut off. Well, by... Surprisingly as well, um, this is something I learned because I'm, ha- I'm also half Portuguese. So during my lessons, uh, learning how to speak Portuguese, of course, when they get to the topic of like ordering in a restaurant and stuff, mm-hmm. they actually I think it's just a European thing. I just Italian. I support you. It's a European thing, but they don't. When you order a, a new cafe, it's an espresso. Like no, like. There's no other word. Like in France and Europe and, and, and cafe France, uh, Portugal and Spain, a cafe is an espresso. Like they don't give you filtered coffee. If you ask for coffee here, it's filtered. Well, That's if you go to if you go to Paris, like if you ask for ca- our, our cafe, um, I say that with such a Quebec accent. Anyways, um, <laughs> you're from here. It's usually a double yeah. long espresso. That's it. Yeah. Like no, but that's that's what I feel is like learn, learning like teaching myself these languages and like. Realizing that, like everywhere in Europe, if you ask for a cafe, it's an espresso. Maybe Germany, some... Germany was a filtered coffee. Germany's filtered coffee. Germany was normal. I'd say like American coffee. Yeah, uh, but I don't feel like Germany really has. Yeah, no, actually they they do. They kind of, but still, it's not as popular as in North America. No, that's the thing. Like and third wave, third wave yeah, coffee yeah. shops do exist in Europe, believe it or not. Yeah, and they're only gaining popularity now. If I were to compare to like years, you know, like how third-wave coffee shops were popular back in 2007, right? Not really popular. That's where Germany is right now. In Italy, it's like 2005, where there's like probably one or two coffee shops in Rome that are considered third-wave. Well, I I love how this got off topic to like traveling. Well, not traveling, but like cafes in general. Yeah, but again, I think there's certain things that matter a lot when you 
when you think how a language is structured, right. a lot of the times it's going to reflect on culture and manners. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time. For instance, in, in Germany, the, the word for coffee is kaffee. Mm-hmm. It, it's same as, it sounds like American, it's the same culture, it's the same roots of language as English. But I would say, I mean, Portuguese, Spanish, French, Italian, and Romanian, they are Romance languages. So, I mean, like, for the essentials and the, the basics, they yeah. share the same thing. Like, you're not going to call, you know, if you ask for a cafe, it's not going to be something different. Like, in like, the other Romance language, it's still going to be an espresso. Yeah. You know? But uh, but still, that because espresso is not, it's not a word that these people use. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's not part of the language it's not that part of much. Exactly. So this is why there, there's no distinction for them. If you were to distinct espresso in Italy, it would be to describe the coffee that's inside your latte or your cappuccino. Possibly. Actually, as an ingredient. Oh, another an, another tip. I just thought of this right now. When you ask for a latte in Italy, they'll give you a cup of milk. Because literally in Italian, latte is milk. Really? Yeah. So you got to ask cafe latte. Yeah. The cafe part is what they're going to add the espresso into your cup and then the hot milk. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, don't order that before 11 a.m. <laughs> That's weird. That's such yeah. a weird thing. Because like, it's I'm, custom. It's just like customs that they have. I, I know, but it's like I um, can you search? Like, but think the, about it. Like in French, episode, it's like, can you yeah. search for that? Why is it latte? No. Why is milk yeah, like milk after, after like, like you know during the day? I can I can ask like so many times. Yeah, I, I, I think really, I'm really like, curious no. about this because for me. Like I'm one of the guys. I that think it's just. I think it's just a. To be honest, I think. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's just having milk. It's a dietary thing. You just don't yeah. have milk after a certain time Maybe. of the day. It's just like the whole thing in North America. Where it's like you can't have food before thirty minutes before you swim. Okay, Let's be yeah. honest. Have we all broke that rule? Yeah. Yes. yes. Did we all vomit in a pool? No. no. I think we abuse milk in North America. Like, we just have milk. Like, yeah. yeah that's, like, like some people have milk. Like, I've seen. I've gone to a friend's house and like they have milk with pasta. And I'm like, how are you having milk with something that's like? Whoa, wait. They're drinking milk while eating pasta. Yeah. No, no, no yeah. yeah. It's just you know, oh, man. Have orange juice with pasta. And I'm like, how do you? How do I you, can drink milk. No, anything. Yeah. I, no, I can't. I can't have milk. I can only have water or wine with my pasta. At this point in my yeah, life, yeah, but I'm not Italian, so <laughs> no. But not even Italian things. Just like I, I, I just wh- whether it's they're Italian or not, they're like French. They're, I don't care what you are. When I see you having orange juice or milk with pasta, it's like does that hurt your stomach? No, orange juice is weird, weird for sure. Is your yeah, stomach yeah. like crying to like? <laughs> it's like you're asking to have a terrible day the next yeah, day. Yeah, it's not about being like a specific coach. Just like eh, doesn't mix. Let's just say your bathroom and you're gonna be best no, friends milk, the day milk, after. Like, I, there's that as well. We, we to put drink on a milk. Very... That's the thing. Like, we're in North America. We drink milk like way too much. Milk. You know why? Way too much. It oh is... man! You know, that's no. another. Story. That's another topic. That's you know what? Topic. We're gonna put that on our list. We're gonna talk about the whole milk industry. As, we yeah, can, we can alienate topic. like farmers. All right. So, so I think uh, for today's episode, guys, we're gonna keep it a bit shorter than usual. But we'd like to thank all of you that are currently listening uh, for coming by, of course. And uh, if you found it interesting, please let us know. Um, as well, uh, subscribe to our channel if you want to more podcasts in the future. If you have any questions, you can always email us. Um, but maybe a topic you want to you want to hear from us, and we'd be happy to talk about it. And uh, we can't wait for our next uh, next uh, discussion. And uh, we we hope that you can't. Uh...
Also, wow, I really ruined this this time. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Cafe Talks Podcast. And yeah, if you have anything, anything you want to ask us questions, also you can either go into our DMs or ask us specifically to each of us. And yeah, see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.